0: The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC. Another Saturday, another strong start for the Hawkeye football team. And unfortunately, another second-half struggle. The Hawkeyes forced early turnovers, flipped the field with good special teams, and jumped out to an early 6-0 lead against number 24 Wisconsin. But two key turnovers deep in their own territory that the Badgers turned into touchdowns, coupled with a stagnant offense, led to a disappointing 24-9 loss in front of over 66,000 at Kinnick Stadium. I'm Brent Balbinot with this report for Hawkeyes Mike. The Iowa defense virtually shut down the nation's ninth-best rushing attack for three quarters, holding the Badgers to just 120 yards. But with the offense struggling and starting quarterback Jake Rudock watching from the sidelines after suffering a sprained knee, that unit began to tire as Wisconsin gained 98 yards in the fourth quarter alone. It had been somewhat of a stressful week for the program leading up to kickoff, and it showed in the post-game as Coach Kirk Ferentz answered questions ranging from everything from another second-half swoon to comments made on social media.
1: You at your back really strong when you had a for 34, and you rushed out your punt team to punt at that point. Was there any thought to kicking a field goal at about 51 yards? Uh, no, not not really. I mean, the, the percentages weren't weren't great there, so no, not really. in. Uh, really, our thought process, we were playing pretty good field position at that point, and the way the game was going. Uh, if we could give them a real short field or a long field, excuse me, I thought that was our best, best deal. But yeah, you can go back and look at that one and flip a coin, I guess. Terry, is it possible for him now to become more of a focal point for your offense going forward? Yeah, you know, just uh, he's been practicing well, as I've said. Uh, he's, a, you know, and going back to last fall, even though he's coming off an injury, uh, certainly in the spring and summer. It's hard to get four backs in the game. It's just really hard. You know, maybe some people are doing it. I'm not sure who they are, but uh, uh, Mark was nicked up today. Couldn't finish the game, and, um, you know, so it, uh, the other thought there was it just maybe, you know, give Jordan a, a chance to give us a spark, which he did. He made a really nice run, and you know, hopefully we can get him integrated. But it's it's tough when you got four guys. Four got a little faded at the end, but it seems like the defense played well enough for you guys to win this game. you feel the same way? Well, I mean, they didn't because, uh, you know, it would have taken a – got to hold them to five there you know, when we had six. so, But they, they played well. They really played well, and that's what I was referring to a minute ago. I think for a, it seemed like about 50 minutes there, we were really playing the way you want to. Uh, we did give up the one drive in, in that first half. But you know, you play a team like that, they're, they're going to get some, too. They're, they're a good football team. But uh, yeah, I thought we were competing hard, uh, playing against a really team has got gaudy statistics in terms of yardage, points per game. Yeah, and we were competing very well with them. And uh, so again, I don't think we're that far away. It's hardly a hopeless case here, but uh, uh, we just still have to finish a game on defense. And then again, I go back to the offensive part of things. We, uh, if you're going to play teams like like that, you're going to have to. When you get down in there, you got to come come away with some points. You know, field goals are better than nothing, but they're not they're not going to win for you in a game like this. The biggest offensive hurdles to climb to get to the point where you can score points in the second half. Yeah, I'm not so sure. You know, we we weren't exactly ringing them up there in the first half either. So today it wasn't as, as, you know one of those deals as much. But uh, I'm I'm kind of fixated on the two times we're down in in that first half. You know, we just didn't we weren't detailed enough to to get it done. And uh, you know, but it was they made it tough on us. They're a good defensive football team. Part of the game plan to get the tight ends involved in the receiving game, but Wisconsin just wasn't letting it happen? Well, that's part of our plan every week, and uh, to their credit, they, they did a good job. Yeah, they, made it, they made it hard for us. We, we were not moving the ball consistently. Uh, we weren't really throwing or running with great proficiency. and that's a credit to them you know that's there's been a lot of talk about their offense uh, coming into the game i looked at their defensive stats and you and more importantly watch your tape and it's not like people are getting a lot of points off these guys they're they're a good defensive football team and uh they utah state was a good defensive team a year ago you know watching them against wisconsin uh they held wisconsin 16 last year so i mean it's you know you take take a good coaching staff and good players that's what happens. By his standards, probably, which is a compliment to him, how well he's played all year. Probably a little, you know, below where he's been in some games before he got hurt. Did
0: you see anything different on him? I know he was off the
1: back. I, I just am not, not sure we helped him enough. You know, it's 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 better if you can get the running game going, certainly, and and our protection could have been better too. I'm sure. So it's, yeah, you know, it's offense is such a team thing, typically. Uh, Yeah, unless you just got one guy can run around or, you know, you can throw it up and have one guy just catches it, you know, like circus catches, but you know, there are many of those players out there, so it's usually a team thing, and that's, you know, that's something we'll just continue to work at. I don't think I don't think we're that far away. Did that, did that include the turnovers today? It seemed like they were both under. Pressure. Yeah, yeah, there were pressure and the ball. You know, when the ball goes up in the air, that's just not a good thing ever. And uh, it's a good good thing if you're on defense. And uh, we're zero for two on those. I think you'll be fine. That's a report I got. Uh, I think he and Mark should be both you know back with us Tuesday. So. And Jake could have gone back in the game, but it just didn't seem like a, a prudent thing to do at that point. Ryan made a comment on social media about the mm-hmm. game day experience, and uh, you know what he meant by that? And, yeah, and- I do. And, and you know how much I love the social media. And uh, it's probably a good illustration. Um, and I, I don't want to speak for him because, you know. But uh, to me, lacking would be, you know, we, we still – it's kind of like our facilities right now. we we got as good indoor facilities you're going to find. And I think nationally um, – and next July, you'll say that about our entire facilities. And we're kind of going through that with our stadium a little bit. You know, we go into venues where the sound system and, you know, the scoreboards and all that stuff are pretty pretty good. And we, we're in the first – we got the first phase up right now. The scoreboards are outstanding. And a year from now, the sound system will be, I think, where we all want it to be. And uh, to me, I think it's just a matter of us trying to be where everybody else is at. Not everybody, but, the, you know, we go into some tough venues and, and make it even better. Uh, that that's no suggestion uh, that our fans aren't into it, and that's no suggestion that's it's our job to generate the electricity and energy. And Iowa fans have been great forever, and uh, will continue to be so. So, and, man, endorsed by you? Did he run that fast? I, I told you, I'm not a big fan of social media, uh, and you know, I'm not sure it came out the way he wanted it to, quite frankly, uh, or anybody wanted it to. And you know, if that's the case, I, I apologize as a guy in charge of the program. But uh, you know, so it'll be better. It'll be better when we play better too. It's pretty darn good in there today. Yeah, in game music,
0: for instance, the band, or the-
1: just just you know, general in general. And you, know, you guys are on the road with us. You know, you go into different stadiums, and we just our goal is to amp it up even more. So we're we're in you know we're on that path right now. We'll be there next uh, September or August. I don't know when we start. Do you prefer that he not tweet that, or do you really care? Uh, I think I know what what his intentions were, and uh, I'm okay with those. I'm just I'm not sure it came out. You
0: know, I don't think anybody's trying to start a firestorm, which apparently it did. Now it's a road trip to Purdue this weekend. We'll preview that matchup with the Boilermakers right after this. And now a field goal try for Mike Myers. <laughs> Right down the middle from 28 yards. Iowa first on the board with 6.20 to go in the first quarter. It's 3-0 Hawkeyes. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. (laughs) How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer production just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings. Moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything.
1: Yeah, a toilet.
0: Prefens, keep your hands germ-free all day. Iowa has a chance to pick up win number six and become bowl eligible this Saturday when they travel to Purdue. The Boilermakers are 1-7 overall, 0-4 in Big Ten play, and rank dead last in the conference in scoring offense, rushing offense, and next to last in passing offense. They don't look much better on the other side of the line of scrimmage, ranking second or third from the bottom in every category except pass defense. Good news for the Hawks. Quarterback Jake Rudock's sore knee will not sideline him. He is expected to start. He and his teammates would have the following week off to heal up before hosting Michigan on the 23rd as the bye week follows this Saturday in West Lafayette. Kickoff scheduled for 11 o'clock at Ross Aid Stadium. With this report, I'm Brent Balbonant for Hawkeyes Mike. Also, be sure to check out all of the Hawkeye stories, features, and blogs in the Gazette, the Hawkeye, and the Quad City Times. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.